Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Value Line Observer, brought to you by the Value Guys. I'm Vern Value. And I'm Val Hughes. And we're uh, 20-year Wall Street veterans that have taken on secret identities. We've adopted disguises, changed our voices, so that we can bring you our candid and sometimes well-informed, sometimes, you know, well, frankly, uninformed views on a handful of stocks That's me week. this week. Uh, Val and I get together. We look for uh, stock ideas, value ideas, of course. In that week's Value Line Investment Survey, this week, this well, week we're I do at- anyway. We Go both ahead. do. We uh-huh. both do. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and this week we're looking at the issue dated February twenty second, two thousand eight. Uh, but before we get into it, we need to remind you that this entire enterprise is for entertainment purposes only. Entertainment. And we may own all the stocks we're talking about, or be conflicted in other ways, or even along other dimensions. We may just be making things up too, and and we can. may know nothing about what we're talking. So. Uh, uh, but you, week, you, you, you do get some kind of, uh, I don't know, hopefully you get a little professional halo that helps. Let's have a toast to hopeful good show this week. To a good show? Yeah. What the good heck? luck. Good luck. Good luck to us. <laughs> Please visit our this website to way. learn more about us, uh, www.thevalueguys.com. Uh, in the second half of the show, I'm going to come back with a couple software stocks and uh, a very high-quality uh, professional services business. Uh, but first... I'm going to turn the show over to my fellow trap, my fellow traveler, along the space-time continuum, Val Hughes. Uh, I don't know what to say about that intro, uh, but thank you very much. I have not done much work this week. I'm a little uh, sick. You know, we hear that <clears throat> most weeks from you. I well, it's true too. Most weeks. <laughs> Why don't we just stipulate that? Well, we kind of we, we can roll it into the don't we? we can roll it into. The I think it pretty much is okay. in the intro. All right, go ahead. Uh, but I do this week. I am sincerely looking for some good names, and uh, often own the stocks that I talk about. Um, three good ideas this week. I'll just jump into it. There's a lot of banks this week, and I'll just say this about banks: a bunch of them are cheap. If we only knew which ones, right? So half of them are. I don't know which half. Um, and we've talked about banks on other shows. Uh, a lot of financial services. There's undoubtedly a whole bunch of super cheap stocks among the financials, and I just own a basket of them. We've talked about them, you know, on the show, et cetera. Uh, first up this week, let's see, is a computer software and services company. I think all my picks are out of this area this week. DST Systems, page 2197. And this is really a pretty cool idea this week. And the reason is, is that DST it's Systems... Your idea. Well, no, not at all. No? I, I mean, it is, but here's the thing. DST Systems has a long and storied history uh, as part of the uh, Kansas City Southern Industries business, which, of course, was founded in 1890 by none other than Arthur Stilwell of New York City, uh, who's actually... Uh, picture I saw in an office in Stamford, Connecticut last week. So he was one of the barons of the 1890s, and he started this Kansas City Southern, which went on to own things uh, in the 60s, such as um, Kemper uh, Financial, which spawned uh, a bunch of businesses, and also Janus, which you may have heard of. Okay. Now, what was this company? This company was Janus's and probably Kemper's money management business's back office. What do they do? Processing and uh, computer software services and products to mutual funds and other financial services. So uh, I look at that. It's ten times cash flow, and they're tied into 
the growth of transactions in financial services. Now, even with the markets moving around, you know, that actually, you know, fear and greed generate more transactions. Plus, you have the baby boom moving toward retirement that they're going to have to do something with their 401k plans. That's more uh, transactions. And these guys are involved in shareholder accounting, portfolio accounting, uh, and they have some other offshoot businesses and various things. Officers and directors own 21% of this thing. It's putting up, you know, mid, well, upper teens, low 20s operating margins forever. It's putting up, you know, 20% return on capital for the last four years with no debt. The only time they really got levered was to buy a bunch of stock back. They had 120 million shares out in 2001. Now they have 58 million. And ladies and gentlemen, they did not vanish. This company's been buying back stock uh, you know, relentlessly over this whole period. And it's really one of these things that's easy to predict. Unless the whole economy goes to hell, the baby boom is the biggest bunch of wealthy people in the history of the world, and they're going to have to do something with that money when they retire. And this company is They're driven. retiring. They are doing yeah, that. Yeah, they're, they're doing that. They're going to put their money somewhere. These guys have a big share, and this is one of those industries where size breeds cost advantages, which breeds price advantages, which allows them to earn 21% operating margins because they're low, uh, you know, smaller competitors probably earn 10% operating margins because they don't have the economies. They can't drive the returns. These guys continue to just gain share. Uh, in terms of the near term, you know, I'm not an expert. I don't know if I mentioned that, but the next couple quarters, according to Value Line, are really nice earnings comparison. Wall Street analysts like that. We it's, love you anyway. It's 10 times EBITDA yields, you know, or 10 times enterprise value to EBITDA. It's um, not super cheap, but the stability of their business is really, to me, pretty exciting. And, um, you know, you don't get a chance to buy these things that cheap. The fear that's driving all these financial stocks down hurts these guys right now. And I like this Arthur Stilwell. You know, he had this all figured out 100 years ago. But DST Systems, check it out. Uh, ticker DST, page 2197. I don't think our clocks are working tonight, so I have no idea what time it is or oh. what's going on. So next up, uh, page 2212, Novell. Ticker NOVL. Now, I think I've talked about this before, and friends of mine are like, why do you like this stock? You've been on the air as many years as we have been. Really? You probably have talked about it before. Well, there's only so many stocks, and uh, and no, there's only so many good stocks. Here's the thing about Novell. These guys invented networking among PCs before Microsoft had it figured out. And I was in on a network like that. We had one in my office. It was a little piece of software called NetWare. And the amazing thing is, that was almost 20 years ago, and they still have NetWare customers. These are the kinds of things that, once something's working, why shut it down? And I know technology marches along, but, you know, there's still a lot of people that like a little thing called the pencil. You know what I mean? Once it's working, you know, why break it? You know, HP-12Cs, people have those. You know, you don't always need the next new thing. And they have enough of a, an annuity here of people that just are f afraid to do something new, really, is what it amounts to. Or it's working, and, uh, and they've got a pretty good business. They've got the stock's at 6 $660. they have got 4 bucks in cash, net of debt. They've got actually 6 bucks of cash, 2 bucks of debt, so 4 bucks net in cash. Stock at 660 so that's 260 Even Value Line thinks they're going to earn $0.20, cents, and that's on an annuity of netware. Plus, um, you know, you got a bunch of smart people here inventing things. They've got some stuff coming out in the Linux world, 
and they're being helped by Microsoft, you know, there's, Microsoft is going to be happy to have a competitor, Linux, so the Justice Department doesn't come after them for monopoly operating systems. So Linux helps them. You know, Would Microsoft. They do that? Microsoft at one point bought 20% of Apple, I think, when Apple was down and out 10 years ago. So, you know, they're helping themselves a little bit, and I think NetWare uh, or Novell has a lot of smart people. They're very well connected. Uh, They're going to be hard to hurt because of this underlying NetWare, and they're getting on board with Linux, which is gaining share. They don't earn a lot of return here. There's basically just a cash flow story. Uh, Value Line thinks earnings are going to grow, you know, 20% 20% they say here, but I don't know where they're getting that. I think that's optimistic. But it could be that high, and then the stock would go up. Um, Value Line talks about, you know, what I've just talked about. Things are going well with Microsoft, with Linux, and they got a lot of cash, and they got a lot of smart people, which Value Line isn't saying here. And those people are going to invent something cool, and this stock is going to move from uh, 10 times cash flow to 15, and the cash flow is going to be twice as high, and that sounds like a triple. So Novell, N-O-V-L page 2212. You know, Vern, I'm just noticing you're a little quiet tonight. You have uh, jet lag or do you have a cold or what's up? You should walk in my shoes. Your shoes are a lot bigger than my shoes. I just fall over. (laughs) Let's face it. Okay. Vern's a little quiet tonight. I'm a little... It's kind of late, you know. I'm a little worried. Well, we're, you know, we have a lot of travel plans and just for the good of the show, right now we're doing the show in the middle of the night in a foreign country and it's it's we're just trying to do the show and it's difficult but you know you're still getting 100 percent. we're having to drink a little more than usual just to stay awake i hope that's not offending anyone Which doesn't make sense there's still alcoholic i know present. but listen you don't want to leave when the glass is empty true or half full or whatever but so where were you i don't know but these are still high quality ideas i want okay. to say um third name this week except this one no, what do you mean? What are you, do you know something about this yeah, one? I know a little bit about okay. it, and well, I we'll looked just at see it, and I rejected it. Yeah, well, we'll see. I rejected it. Well, it did you not rejected pass. it? Yeah. Here, give me a little of that. All right. Well, let's just get right into it. It sounds like we have a little controversy here. Parametric Technologies, ticker PMTC. Love the business, uh, don't like the valuation. Okay, I, I'm about to give the page number, so just read along. <laughs> oh, this you know, I like the page number, though. 2215. And that's really cool green paper you printed it on. You never know what you're going to get in these places, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm glad it's a, a rectangular piece of paper, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so anyway, uh, parametric technologies. Why am I attracted to this? Well, first of all, it's, uh, thank you very much, Vern. It's, what I'm looking at here is something Donata. that's about... Eight times gross cash flow, so they have a buck sixty a share in gross cash flow. The stock's at sixteen. You know, that's ten times. What did I say? I don't know. I'm looking at their estimate for 2010. In 08, it's ten times, but their capex number is very small, twenty cents a share. So I've got a buck forty in some kind of free cash flow measure. That's about twelve times. If I flip that over, what is that? Uh, nine, you know, nine, eight, nine, eight percent, eight and a half percent yield. Plus, I'm going to get some growth, which Value Line says is 14%. So, listen, this isn't rocket science, but this is Bill Miller's little shortcut. It's a shortcut valuation. It's low 20s. Like like most tech stocks, it's not valued on the next 12 months. It's valued on a a future period beyond that. you know, what they sell is, and here's what's cool. I think I've talked about this before. Mm -hmm. They develop market and support. They invented the parameter. Pro-engineer. It's flagship 3D solids modeling software. So I'm picturing you put a bunch of goo in one end, 
and some blueprints, and out the other end comes the thing you want, like on Star Trek. No, 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 uh, no. This is this what? is software. Earl Grey, please. This is software that a professional yeah. engineer uses in his office, sitting at a desk on his computer. Okay, you know to, a lot about this to seems. design a physical product, and this software allows you to create a three-dimensional shape. Oh, that's what that I just said. Be, <laughs> that's what I just said, oh, Vern. Isn't? You said never mind. You create something with this machine that is, you don't, looks not like a, the product, right? No. 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 Well, what does it do? No, that's uh, stereolithography, and parametric technologies doesn't do that. Fern, you're smart as hell, okay? Now, but what does this thing do? I just practice saying stereolithography Yeah, you read a, a magazine on the plane, and now you know everything <laughs> I understand. Okay, listen, I'm going to get into why I like it without knowing much about it. They do 3D modeling in a world where it's the best of the best that are this continuing is a, to this survive. This is the class. This is what? a number one prime choice engineering software. Right. I, I thought you passed on it, Vern, because it seems like you're Love talking the company, a lot about like it. Love the company. Don't like the valuation. Are you going to talk about the stock, or am I going to talk you're about You're going to talk about it. All right. Here's what I like about it. Vern doesn't like it. You said it. I was being quiet. Vern doesn't like it. He's on record not liking it. Okay. Let me say why I like it. Parametric Technologies... Uh, I think once you What's get a market cap. Can I just get a word in? Who cares? Look it up. Now listen. Once you get hooked up into this software, and I think they're gaining market share, and here's why I think that their sales are growing pretty darn fast. Okay, <laughs> faster than the economy, and that tells me they're picking up. That sounds share. very well informed. Or <laughs> it's just called analysis. Or they're yep. getting price increases, which means they must have a better product. You know, I mean, you can deduce some things from Or what's their going sales on. are highly correlated with industrial capital spending, which has been rising cyclically since bottoming in like 2001. Well, for those two. people that understand that recessions happen 4% of the time, yeah. and we continue to have some yeah, of the best productivity measures. Well, recessions last two quarters. So if to you, long term is three quarters, then, yeah, step away. But if you're looking at companies that are helping some of America's companies be the best of the best, uh, then, you know, I know, Vern. That's why I'm saying it. Okay? Now, God damn it. Now, listen. They're putting up a 21% operating margin, and that's after deducting 17% for R&D. So if I add that back in and say there's a present value attached to those expenditures because they're not dumb, they're not spending money for no reason, I mean, they might not invent everything. Know. Well, because we've entrusted them as the shareholders <laughs> oh, with our okay. money. They've, okay. They have a history of inventing things. Uh, they're putting up high teens returns on capital, yeah. and without this R&D, they're at 38% margin before choosing to spend money on R&D. That means they're doing something pretty darn good. Yeah. And when people get hooked into these kinds of software systems, it's expensive in terms of time to learn a different system. The switching costs get super high. And so you start to have a high recurring revenue number, maintenance contracts, add-ons, blah, blah, blah. Once you learn this stuff, five years later, you're sorry you did because you're overpaying, but that's the beauty of it for the shareholders well, to get but in You're now. getting amazing productivity at that point right. though, because everybody's right. way down the learning curve. Yeah, so you're very happy about that. You can't think about switching, and you're going to be customer for 20 years, and the selling costs go to zero. So, Love the company. Anyway, listen, the valuation on this thing is not that expensive. It's a slight 
premium to the market on PE, and you're going to get meaningfully higher than GDP growth. They have no debt. Did I mention that? That gives you a lot of patience to work through Vern's short-term horizon, whatever it is, two quarters. I got a five-year look on this thing, and I think you got a nice return. They're inventing stuff that's powering the best companies in the world. Their international sales here, it says, are, uh, do they say? They should say. It should. You know, but it really doesn't, so it may be a lot it's of... It's high. It's high. You know, a global, no, it, it doesn't say. So maybe that's an opportunity for them. Uh, and insiders here own 6% of the stock, which doesn't seem like a lot, but it's a billion nine in value. That means they own some kind of large number that's over $150 million, and that's a lot of stock for a few people. So I like this thing. I think the players there are in for the long term, and they're inventing cool stuff, and it's right around a market multiple. Parametric Technologies, PMTC, that's on page 2215. And Vern, that's all I have this week. Okay, oh. so it's your turn to to get going and well, give the people well, thank something. You. I'll, sure. I'll I'll try to be. You want to have a now that there's not as much spring? time left in well, the show. Well, and now listeners oh, yeah. can you know can be Every comfortable spring. that uh, this would be a good time to you know if they need to move on to a different show, this would be a good time to do it. I'm it's sure a lot of them are thinking the back you know, half of the show. If, now. I, if I was a listener, I'd be thinking. I don't think they need a beverage break. No, <laughs> we may not, but, you know, listen, we got to get through this. My show. first stock actually is so very sleepy. closely related to Parametric, uh, but I think the valuation really? is a lot more interesting here. Oh, do you now? Yes, more I do. More interesting. All right, well, what's what your enterprise value to EBITDA over here? What? Um, $1.9 billion, That's maybe 8 one, to 9 times 1. EBITDA. 8. Okay, that's 11 percent return and the value line says these guys are going to grow at 14 percent that's 25 percent return 200 no you're right it is nine times okay, okay. well well and they're putting up 17 percent returns on capital what's your what's your little company putting up my little company that did 57 no i'm it's a little hard to read here uh-huh i think it's 56 yeah, I see 10 over there Vern. yeah on 50 I'd be embarrassed if that company was on my team oh really yeah yeah, yeah. i would well, this company uh, is a relatively young company, founded yeah. in 1978. Okay. Um, as uh, where's the revenue? Where's the revenue line? As recently as 2000, had less than 30 million in annual sales. Um, by 2005, it was over 60. Uh, but they uh, have sold a business. Did that, you name um, the company, Vern? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, no, I didn't. Yeah, this I, is the fun. Oh, I just said it was related it, to I'm the <laughs> mold flow is the mold name of the. This flow. is something I've been watching. every. It oh. comes up every three months in Value Line. You watch mold flow every three months. That's what <laughs> oh, I've been waiting just, to say. Right, or to because ask I you. want to be able to talk about the stock. I love the name. The mold symbol flow. is M-F-L-O. That... M-F-L-O. I understand why you're doing it now. Thank <laughs> mold you. flow. But it doesn't have anything to do with mold. Why is that the name of the this company? company this company also, because what they do is they make software, three-dimensional mo engineering oh, modeling they, software. Are they competing with my company? No. Their little niche is that oh. they've designed, they have proprietary software that allows an in, uh, a uh, engineer to design a... Um, a uh, mold for in uh, plastic injection molding and uh -huh. help determine what material you would use, uh, what the characteristics and exact dimensions of the mold should be, etc., because their software can perfectly model 
how the material being shot into the mold actually spreads into all the little nooks and crannies. So they help maximize the uh, utilization of the material. Uh, once you have this capability, is that right? You yes, okay. you can't. Have, you you couldn't possibly not have it. Okay, if you're in uh, if you're in uh, plastic injection molding, and if you think that there might be increasing opportunities for products that are molded as opposed to being machined, for example, which I do. Uh, you know, there's see. some interesting metals companies out there that are what doing. What about like whittling? Have you ever heard of zinc like die casting? And whittling? Are people doing that much? Whittling? Because um, um, I'm just saying, you don't see that technology. <laughs> what would that be? That, that would be like. No, but it's how you, wood chip how you form wood. Or something. No, you no. form wood. I'm um, just asking. Anyway, it, it, this is a. So, yes, it's a little niche of engineering software, right. but I like the valuation a lot because uh, Value Line says it's uh, 15, 1565 so call it a $16 stock uh, when they priced it. With earnings in 2007 of $0.73, cents, they, they calculate a 20 PE, about a 20% premium to the market. Uh, but as I mentioned, revenue has been growing rapidly. And they sold a um, business called Manufacturing Solutions in 2007, which accounts for why revenue declined from $66 million in 2006 to 56 million in 2007, but is expected to grow back to 65 million in 2008. So, indication of the strong, uh, strong growth that they experience in this little niche as people find more and more applications. I do have geographic information here. Hmm. Americas, where yes. we're worried about the possibility of a recession. Yeah, it's 19, over once you know. 19, 19.19% of sales. Asia 45, hmm. Europe 38. Okay. Well, these guys must have a similar pattern, but they just didn't put it in. Um, I don't know why. They're supposed to, earnings are going to go from, of course, this is value line, 73 to 80 cents. Cash flow, $1.06 to $1.30. At $1.30, um, it looks like it's 12 times, right? Except that, remember, good value investors always look at the balance sheet. That no, is correct. No debt. Yes. Eighty, Correct. almost eighty-two million dollars of cash. Uh, my company has no debt too. Twelve million shares outstanding. I have about six dollars of clear, clean, excess cash. This is not a sixteen-dollar stock. It's a ten-dollar stock. That Value Line says will have gross cash flow of a dollar thirty in two thousand eight, with less than twenty cents of capital spending. So we're talking about nine times free cash flow. Yeah, they have a little cash for here, a, a couple of for bucks. a for somebody who owns a little niche and is growing rapidly. Now, the enterprise value to EBITDA multiple is actually like eleven to twelve. It's a that's a little higher than mine, Vern. Right, value line's talking about top line growing fifteen to twenty percent annually over the next few years. Now, that's faster than mine. They have a service business that accounts for forty nine percent of revenue, and it's growing faster than the uh, product sales are. So an increasing proportion of sales is growing faster. This is a higher margin business. So yes, this small company with a very small revenue base that has to spend a lot of money on R and D. How much are marketing. they spending on R and D? They don't say. No, it usually says right oh, does it? somewhere. Uh, no, it doesn't. Okay. Um, it's got international. No, unfortunately, they don't. Yeah, they gave me that instead. Hmm. Um, okay. Is. Um, you know, is starting to demonstrate kind of returns that they should be able to earn, uh, uh, build on, I guess I'd say. This is on page 2211. Um, you know what I like about the stock? I think it's a great takeout idea. I think somebody like, Parab idea. I think somebody like Parametric Technologies, 
who needs to uh, take the strong returns of their business and reinvest them, and they generate more cash than they can reinvest in the business Listen, organically. I don't want my guys making acquisitions. Should be taking out mold flow. No, why would they especially want to do that? with evaluation where it is? This stock at under sixteen is That's off twenty five earlier. They're earning seventeen percent on capital. Why would they want to buy that? These guys have their own thing going. They're expanding their sales oh, force. They're bringing out imagine? some new additions. Wait a minute. Of their they only have this is a company with sixty million in sales. We don't the cost of being a public company sure. costs them with, a couple points with all of margin. Respect, sir, we do not need an acquisition at this time <laughs> at Parametric Technologies. We want to forge ahead and gain share. We do not need Mold an interaction your company, sir. My next stock, also a software company, is Symantec, which is a name I've used before. It's worked. Um, stock's been uh, kind of nowhere since last summer, uh, off a little bit. Uh, a little under 18 recently. Value line says a 90% premium to the market. Earnings per share, 55 cents. Three years ago, were 81. I think so, I've heard of this company. Right? Oh, of course what you have. No, this is, uh, this is uh, the company that yeah, right. they merged with uh, Norton Computing in 91, Symantec. and they're the leading security software security. player after uh, McAfee. McAfee. Right, okay, thank you. Okay, and in fact, they were sort of the dethroned security yes. software leader Dethroned they by do McAfee. Norton? Are they Norton? Yeah. Well, Norton got so invasive on the desktop. I bet that's right. And they just they just turned people off. They just tried to take over uh, your computer. Symbol is SYMC. Value line rates this three. They rate Mold Flow three. They rate my other stock three. They don't like any of that. Of course, you know, as you know, we start the bottom up in terms of value line ratings. Um, this one that's also true. is cash rich balance no sheet. Almost line. two billion of cash. So they have $2.3 billion of total debt, so they really have virtually no leverage. Um, I calculate an enterprise value of about $16 billion on the nose. Um, EBITDA this year looks to be $1.6 billion, so a perfect uh, 10 multiple of EBITDA. Uh, for a high-quality software player, um, 10 times gross cash flow, 14 uh, free but uh, Value Line mysteriously has them not paying down any debt in 07 or 08, despite the fact that they're generating cash flow, as defined by Value Line, of over a billion dollars annually. What does annually. Value Line think they're going to do with that? I don't know what they think they're going to do with it. It's not CapEx. Um, no, ca- uh, shares down in 07, but they show them flat in 08. See, they don't have a cash estimate for that year. Maybe they just think the cash they, is I think go. their model is they've left some value on the table here, and that's what we want to try and take advantage of. Uh, they've apparently had execution issues. Value Line's talking about this difficult Veritas acquisition that they did uh, and how they are apparently recovering from it. Um, and it looks like that's you know evident in the margins, up in 07 from... A uh, ugly 25.6%. Ugly. One question, Tom, because I do have a question, okay, and yet I ahead. don't right want to interrupt at no, the no, same No, no, really. Question. How big is the Norton piece? I don't know. And I, you know, I'm honestly well, not. Well, that's a great brand, and if they just, you know, well, but they market their, the their software is market. Takeover business. Their, their security be stuff is done under the. You're talking about utility software. No. They may no. have bought a Norton security no. product. Well, I'm but just saying. They market the their Norton security and internet products. And they are under some, I think it's Norton, they just try to take over your computer. It's the same problem that happened in the tax software. Look, we're going to move on now. Yeah, whatever. Okay, next stop. Don't try to take so people's Symantec. computers over. Uh, like so Moldflow better, though, because his, his, uh, uh, his larger company is going to buy it. 
did you fully conclude on that Symantec? Are we running out yeah, of time? Yeah, I finished. Yeah, we are. Well, We're getting down we? there. I'm done with Symantec, yes. And, okay. uh, now, my third stock is the, uh, what I call it in my introduction, a high-quality professional services business, Accenture. Um, it, you know, separated from Anderson Worldwide in uh, 2000. Consulting business. Right. Leading global provider of management and technology consulting. Uh, 150 offices in 49 countries. Uh, a little more uh, America's exposure than mold flow at 19%. I have nothing on geography from uh, uh, on Symantec, okay? I've got the edge in But that's in probably name, mostly though. North America. Okay. Uh, Accenture, uh, Europe, Africa, Middle East, 48%. Asia Pacific, 9%. So a, a bigger international business than, uh, and it's Americas plural. So I'll bet you uh, North America is under forty percent. Do American CEOs still love consulting firms, or have they decided that they're just a waste of money? What's going on? No, with they, they 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 need them because to pass uh, blame to, on to others or what? No, the the world has been, as you know, rapidly globalized. Business has been globalizing. There are many 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 companies out there, large and small, who are uh, poorly resourced in terms of being able to uh, handle that transition uh, aggressively and proactively and in a way that contributes positively to returns. So you're just outsourcing whole departments of people thinking about problems and how to solve you're, them. You're asking people to help train you how to think about a new set of problems you've never had to think about before. Uh, symbol ACN, recently huh. $35 okay? or so. Growth, sales growth? Yeah, uh, well, let's see. Um, total it revenue. Seems like you could just, in the downturn, you could just jettison all that. I'll give or you some nice, you some nice numbers here. I don't know. Yeah, in uh, 2002 and 2003, total sales were roughly flat with 2001. So okay. they grew uh, rapidly, flat, plateaued for a couple years. Didn't really go down. I mean, they they're really are basically sideways. Um, so they're under $14 billion in 2003, 15 in 2004, 17, 18, 21. Value line says 25 in 08. So I have almost a double in the revenue in five years. Impressive. Okay, so call it up. Call acquisitions? It a, or that's probably 13 or 14% on the top line. There is no comment here about acquisitions. And that's one thing Value Line usually. Uh, is the share count going up? Now they, time? I'm sorry, two small acquisitions. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised they have a history of doing things where they buy some geography or specialization in individual yeah. industry niches. Yeah. But it uh, yeah. doesn't make any it's difference. Probably a few little you're generating operating margins that are in the low to mid-teens, 13 to 15%. Return on capital, uh, it's no longer triple digits, but it's been sustained above 45% for five years, recently 60%. Uh, terrific business, okay? The cash-rich balance sheet... Uh, with virtually no debt means that the equity market cap um, is you know a bit overstates the enterprise value at seven and a half times EBITDA, so it's close to seven value lines projections out to 2010 to 12. You know their high low scenario for average uh, annual return is a range of 11 to 24 percent. I mean I don't know what they don't like about this um, the stock. It pays a little bit of yield. Um, the excess cash really makes it a $32 stock. I've got it about 12 times cash flow, 16 times free, but remember with a huge return on the cash flow. Do earnings go down fast in a downturn? Uh, you know, all the incremental revenue hits the EBIT line, I basically. have a 2001 is the first year for which they have a, an earnings and earnings uh, number. And how about, was the 02 number down? For yeah, earnings? it was, but yeah, I don't so. know how much of that 01 number is for real. 
0.03 was uh, down, call it 90 to 75 cents, and then back to a dollar. The other point to make, though, is if you're having a down year when interest rates are 4% or 3.5% or 5 or what have you, what happens in year 10 matters in year 15 Well, now. revenue's growing and here. One year down numbers aren't that big of a deal. They're, they're bigger. In, the stock's down 20% from its highs. They're bigger outside the Americas than they are in. Uh, they've got something like 15% top-line growth, 15% cash flow growth, 20% earnings growth over the last three or four years. Sure, some of that's cyclical, uh, but the companies apparently announced a buyback because, remember, they have no no leverage. I can. This is a $26 billion equity market cap. I can lever the, this thing up a little bit um, and help offset with a 7.5 enterprise value multiple. I've got a lot of... Uh, Weapons to offset pressure created by a potential recession in the United States. So, uh, ACN, I'm going to struggle with which, well, I guess Symantec's probably the weak sister out of my ideas, but I'm going to struggle with which one's my best idea. I'm going to say, because uh, we are about out of time, in fact, we're a little we're bit way over. out of time. Uh, I'm going to say my favorite idea is clearly mold flow. Mold flow, and uh, uh, this as is a takeout. And, and it's cheap on its own. I mean, just buy it. Don't worry about the takeout. Maybe somebody that's not even in the uh, engineering software business will take But it's a terrific little business. I don't know why you think that's a takeout. Because it's got... Um, What's the revenue? The, the, the revenue is $60 million. $60 million. So right. that's why. Thank the you. equity market cap <clears throat> minus the excess cash is $130 million. I see. So... It's a it's a nugget right. for a, a a real, you know. So a bunch of guys on our company. floor could buy the company. Almost, I yeah. But, um, All right. Well, my favorite idea this week is DST Systems. This is a cool little mutual fund processing business uh, that was spun out of Janus, and uh, it's cheap. So DST. Okay. Thanks, folks. Come back next week, Bye. and we'll uh, try to be a little more entertaining.